Alrighty, what's going on, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of the Trent Corville Show. I am him. I greatly appreciate everybody joining me today, and oh boy, this is going to be a fun one. Ladies and gentlemen, on June 30th of this year, 2021, the NCAA adopted a new rule change in July, uh, starting on July 1st that college athletes will be able to profit off of their name, image, and likeness. Finally coming around to the world and to the times as we've seen it, obviously this system of the NCAA has been around since 1906, 115 years, and these rules haven't changed since then. This is a huge, huge thing. Let's be honest. Now that name, image, and likeness is here, now that the amateurism you know, status of college athletes is gone, and we've already seen it. It is already starting. I don't know if anybody knows the, you know, the famous old school rapper Master T, but his son, Hershey Walker, Hershey, which is, I think, a really cool name, Hershey Walker, my guy, he's going to Tennessee State University to play basketball, which is, you know, a HBCU, and, and it's great for the HBCUs as well, because we're seeing a lot of people go to these HBUs with bigger brands hoping to build these universities up, which... It, it's phenomenal for, for sports in general, bringing these historic black colleges into the world of sports. But Masterpiece son, Hershey Walker, signed a $2 million deal with Web Apps of America. $2 million, four years. He's going to be at Tennessee State probably all four years. I'm assuming this kid's not going to make it in the NBA, especially being at Tennessee State. He's going to make $2 million. And people are saying, oh, well, you know, th th this is going to be a problem because the kids, you know, uh, that are low on the roster, the kids without scholarships... They aren't going to make money. Hey, guess what? That's the world. If you're not at the top, you're not going to make the money. The kids at the top are going to make the money, unfortunately. But those are the kids that bring in all of the money for the entire NCAA, for college sports in general. Hey, somebody at the on the University of Florida golf team, if you're upset that you're not getting paid like the, the football players... So what? The football players pay for your, uh, for your travels. They pay for your uniforms. They do everything. If we're looking at this like... A capitalist America here? Yes, the the Miles Brennan's quarterback for the LSU. He's now a raising Canes ambassador. That's gonna happen. He's LSU's quarterback. Say, oh, what's the kid from uh from Bo Nix from Auburn? He's now a, a sweet tea sponsor. He, he's sponsored by Milo's Sweet Tea, which is you know Auburn based. But you're gonna see kids like we're we're already seeing you know jersey signings happening, which. That's been a thing for a very long time in college sports. We've seen people like A.J. Green, I don't know if anybody remembers this, coming out of college, or his last year, I believe it was 2007, 2008, when he was at the University of Georgia, he sold uh, one of his game-worn jerseys for $5,000 because guess what? He's from Somerville, South Carolina. His family lived below the poverty line. He had zero money, even though he was on SportsCenter every single weekend representing the University of Georgia. He sold one of his jerseys to pay for, you know, expenses, and he was suspended for the remainder of the season. So that just shows, you know, the absolute backward system that we've been living in as far as the NCAA goes. But it all started back in 2019. I want to give you a little timeline here of events because everything happened really quickly. It, it was kind of like a week. We heard, so, you know, the Supreme Court, a 9-0 unanimous ruling that, uh, that you know, we need, the college athletes need to be able to profit off of their name, image, likeness. And then the next week, the rule was changed and people started making money. It, this all happened very quickly, quickly. But in 2019, California kind of started this whole thing. In 2023, 
people in California, we, they passed the bill to do name, image, likeness. Now, I didn't know about the NCAA as far as what they felt about their rulings, but it started to seem like schools and, uh, and other states were coming around to this idea. The state of Florida signs an NIL rule for 2023. So things are starting to change. I think everybody had to take a, a broad look at, at, at what we're doing as far as college sports, and it's this simple. I'll break it down for you. College sports make billions of dollars per year. College athletes are given one thing, and that is a scholarship to that university. And yes, education means a lot, but when you're a student athlete going to class 20, 30 hours a week, putting 40 hours a week on the practice field. Don't you think that might be a little different than a student at the university just studying for their major? Don't you think that's a little different? Don't you think the views of those players can be skewed, especially at a school a la Alabama, LSU, the big boys, okay? Because everybody's thinking they're going to get drafted. Every scholarship player on that squad is like, hey, I'm here. I'm going to play as best as I can to be in the NFL. Also, by the way, I got to go to class 30 hours a week, and then I got to go to practices and meetings. Your life in college is much different. It's not even comparable to the normal life of a regular student. Okay, so the degree, when you get out, yes, you know, it's nice when you go to the Enterprise car uh, dealership after you don't make it to the NFL, or you go to a car dealership and say, hey, look, I have this business degree, I also played for Alabama football. That'll get you the job, that's fine. It's not going to work out in the long run if you don't have the long-form education like these students have sitting in the library for hours studying and studying and studying, because guess what? Those kids are sitting in meetings for hours, watching football, studying and studying and studying, and then the debate comes, well, every every player, you know, they get a tutor, the tutors help. Do you think the tutors are actually teaching them a ton? Every tutor that I've had has basically done the work for me and just kind of explained it in a broad form. That's what a tutor is. A tutor is not somebody who is teaching you outside of the classroom. They're helping you get your work done. They are turning in these assignments, these reports, whatever they're helping these students with, they are turning it in for them. That's what the tutors do. Besides the edge, besides that piece of paper after the four years that you can put on the wall and it's, oh, it's great. You got a degree from Alabama. So does 200,000 other people with that same business degree, all trying to get the jobs you were getting. So wait, wait, now that name image likeness is a thing, those colleges and the NCAA is starting to cut checks for the players? No, that is not it at all. Not even close. Look at name image likeness. They're giving these athletes a human right of being able to profit off who you are. That's what's happening. No college, no university, the NCAA, nobody is cutting a check for these kids. Now this is a start. The name image likeness is a start for college sports, but in my eyes, if we, if we want to expand this greatly, schools need to be cutting checks. And not only cutting checks to the players, cutting checks to players' families. That's really what I believe. We need to set these kids up for success. I feel like playing football and going to school is not enough. If there is a foundation that these kids have, and yes, the degree might be great, but you're also coming out with nothing, with no money, trying to work your way up. And majority of the time, it's not going to work out.
There's some, you know, gray area in the name image likeness. I hope kids aren't getting screwed over when it comes to these deals. Miami football players are already reaping the benefits of this name image likeness, and a lot of them have signed to sports management companies, which is great. You used to not be able to do that. Now these sports management companies, and I pray to God that they're all real and that they're that's all going to be okay, and that nobody's going to get you know, scammed over because that's literally the only thing that could go wrong in this whole name, ima name, image likeness. If kids start getting screwed over this, this debate on, okay, this is going to change college sports forever. It's going to change the recruiting. People aren't going to want to go places because they're not going to be able to make as much money at another place. The schools that make the most money are the schools that win as well. The SEC top schools, Alabama, LSU, Florida. Clemson, Florida State, and the ACC. Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, and the Big Ten. Big 12, Texas. Texas is the most profitable sport franchise in college sports. $160 million a year in revenue behind the Texas University of Texas of Austin football program. Okay, that's real. Those are real numbers that we're looking at, and these kids are not seeing any of it. But you got to think, and you go out to California in the Pac-12, Oh, the top recruits, the top guys are already going to Texas, to Florida, to LSU, to the Alabamas. They're not, they're not going to choose a school. Be, like, they're not going to South Carolina because South Carolina's laws are passed. Like, there are only 15 states at the moment where it is allowed, but all 50 states are kind of coming on board and there's ways to get around it and everything. But this isn't going to change anything in my eyes about recruiting. None. Kids are going to want to go to the school they want to go to because that's that's the school they want to go to. Simple. It's not because Alabama's law is placed. I want to go to Alabama because I want to win a national championship and go to the NFL. That is still going to be the mindset for everybody. But now they're just able to make a little bit of money. Think about this. Parents of athletes, when they come into town, you know, maybe, you know, maybe for a game, for to see the kid or whatever. Those parents are not allowed to take their child and their child's teammates and friends out to dinner because the NCAA ruled that as compensation, as a recruiting violation. Think about that. You're a parent of a college athlete and you can't go to dinner with them besides the dining hall because of the NCAA. If you look at a rule like that, you're kind of thinking, well, that a little screwed up maybe maybe we need to change this so i don't understand how people are still saying that this is going to ruin college sports forever and you might be thinking we'll try you know, there, there's going to be a lot of gray area yes there there will be problems throughout this system there will be that that is just undeniable but i mean you look at a guy like dan lambert he's uh he is a booster at the university of miami he owns hundreds of mixed martial arts gyms throughout the country. Very, very prominent businessman. He just signed a deal with the University of Miami to give every scholarship player $500 a week to promote his MMA gyms. How cool is that? That's $6,000 a year for kids who weren't making any money at all. And you got to look at that and be like, okay, so it's not just the top guys who are making the money then. You know, it's not it's not just the quarterback and the wide receiver and the and the top corner. Everybody will be able to profit off of this because social media 
this is this is where we we get into and I've had a lot of conversations with people about this because the money involved with the internet is insane. If you have 10,000 Instagram followers, and for a lot of these kids, they do because they are on a Division One sporting program. I swear to God, I, I, I would put so much money on this. If you go through the roster of the Miami Hurricanes, I would say half of them have over 10,000 followers on social media. No question about it. They're known people. They're known people around their university, around their their hometowns. They, they're known. Everybody follows them. I follow so many random people on Twitter and social media that just so happen to play, you know, uh, for a college football team. So many. It's not even, like Jake Venables, okay? Yes, he's Brett Venables' son, defensive coordinator at Clemson. He just signed a deal with a local Seneca um, lake shop. Making a thousand bucks a month for him. Just promoting on his Instagram once a week. He doesn't have a big following. He's got 12,000 people who follow him. You know, people, th this is going to change how the, I mean, a lot of these kids, and especially the stars, like Zion Williamson, as a high schooler, had a million followers on Instagram. He wasn't able to touch any money until he got to the NBA. Think about how much. When you look at social media influencers, and yes, 75% of social media influencers, it's all malarkey. It is all just BS, edited photos. You know, they're, you're, they're trying to sell you an experience, these social media influencers, whether it's fitness or travel or beauty, whatever it is, you're selling an experience. And these kids have followings. So now that they're, they're able to sell experiences. We're seeing like, you know, App State players, where my sister goes, signing with water rafting places to promote water rafting, 500 bucks a week. What, and what was so wrong with this to begin with? And this is, uh, this is my main point. A basic human right is being gifted back to the athletes. One of the very few basic human rights that we have, a human being able to profit off of who they are, is being given back to these athletes. So name image likeness is phenomenal. I'm very, very glad that this happened. But now what we need to do is remove the NCAA completely from college sports and start letting universities and conferences make the decisions for their respective conference and university. That's what should happen. College sports are not changing. The sport itself is not changing. What is changing is what the athletes and what freedoms they have. That's what's changing. But I think we're in a cool time. We are in a cool time in this world where things are changing. And more importantly, to leave this on a positive note, like I said in the beginning, this is change. This right here is change. Everybody's wanted change. We've been fighting for change. Little things like this, what starts, you know, global change. And, you know, accepting the fact that everybody has their own, all their human rights. Everybody can do what they want to do. I greatly appreciate everybody listening to this NCAA rant. Do me a couple favors here before we get out of here. Five-star rate the podcast. Nothing less than five stars. Make sure you subscribe. Really helps us out. Hit the little subscribe. This will all take you five seconds. Share it with a friend. Be a friend. See a friend. Tell a friend. I greatly appreciate everybody joining me this week, and I will see you next week. Peace and love.